Hallelujah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to service this afternoon. This is Kingdom Culture Movement, and we want to welcome all of you that are in the building with us and those of you that are online. God bless you. So this afternoon, I just want you to give God praise as we start this service off and as we are in his presence. Let us give him the glory. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration because he is good and his mercies endure it forever. Oh, somebody, wherever you are, I want you to lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. For the Bible says that in the book of Psalms 89 that I will sing of his mercies I will sing of his mercies forever with my mouth will I make known your faithfulness to all generations so I want you to make his faithfulness known this morning with your mouth I want you to lift up your voice if you know God has been good God has been faithful to you to us even as a house during this season that we have been in I want you to give him praise I want you to bless the name of the Lord oh for he is good he is good and his mercies endure it forever honor you this afternoon we give you praise for you are good oh god you are good and your mercies endure it forever we thank you for your faithfulness we thank you for your mercies we thank you that you alone are god you alone are god you alone are worthy to be praised faithful god mighty god you are mightier than the mightiest you are bigger than the biggest you are greater than the greatest oh god there is no one like you we lift up your holy name we lift up your holy name mighty god faithful one the mighty man of war the mighty man in battle we give you glory this afternoon oh god Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, lift up his name and bless him. Uh, let us welcome uh, the Spirit of the living God uh, in our midst. Because wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, uh, there is liberty. Huh? Oh, we want liberty this afternoon. We want God to move in our midst this afternoon. Oh, so I want you to lift up your voice and say, Holy Spirit, come in our midst. Even if you're in your cluster, I want you to welcome the Spirit of the living God wherever you are 
this afternoon and say spirit of God come in our midst let your presence be felt in our midst let your presence be made known in our midst this afternoon in the name of Jesus oh come on somebody if you're ready for an encounter with God this afternoon I want you to lift up your voice I want you to get your heart and your spirit ready for what God is about to do as we go into worship and even when the word comes the spirit of God will move over you this afternoon so I want you to get your mind your spirit your heart ready for God this afternoon in this season that we are in oh I want you to be ready because God is going to break out like he's never done before in the name of Jesus oh leprande jataya ikade jetende le kadojai le papandeya ikadoje ikatiriandoje le pande iketejata holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost moving our mist this afternoon in the name of Jesus let the fire of the spirit of God oh be made known in this place this afternoon we decree and declare that there shall be healing miracles signs wonders deliverances in the name of Jesus even as your word is brought forth oh God let it come like a hammer and let it shatter situations in the name of Jesus le kataya le proondo je ketende le paikai je tende le bai le Katande le bojata, le pa ikatande le kedejeteya, le bababando jataya. The Bible says that Jesus was in a place and his presence was present to heal. The power of God was present to heal. We pray right now that the power of God will be present in our midst this afternoon in the name of Jesus let the power let the anointing that breaks yokes let it destroy in the name of Jesus everything that is not of God in this place come on come on come on lift up your voice lift up your voice oh come on yes in this place in your clusters lift up your voice with me this afternoon yes 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 come on louder louder let us cause an eruption an eruption of the Holy Ghost in this place let us cause an eruption of fire in this place 
this afternoon uh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, le katande le bejetea, e katande le ikataya, le papaya. Let there be an increase, uh, an increase of the anointing, uh, an increase, an increase, uh, an increase uh, of the power of the Holy Ghost uh, in this place right now. Uh, in the name of Jesus, le papande kedeja taya, le katidi ande jetea, ma brokotondea, le katide jeketea, ma brokondo ikataya. Oh, just a few more minutes. Oh, come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Le papande kedeja ikataya, spirit of the living God, spirit of the living God, move in our midst. Move in our midst this afternoon in the name of Jesus. We want to feel your presence. We want to encounter your glory. We want an experience that will change our lives, that will bring a transformation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. In Jesus' name we worship and pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Father, we exalt you in this place. We magnify your name, God. If you can just be on your feet with me as we prepare to just extol the name of our God. Come and lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Labrando ziketeriando jikaparande ziketiando shkapaya. Oh, Father, we exalt your name in this place. We exalt. Listen, we're gonna need to do worship together this morning. We're going to need to worship God together. I'm going to need you to lift your voice and join me in worship this morning. I'm going to need your voice to thunder. I'm going to need your voice to thunder. Listen, let your voice be the instruments this morning. Let your voice be the instruments this morning. Let your voice thunder to the heavens in the same way that a keyboard would thunder, in the same way that drums would thunder. I want your voice to thunder like instruments this morning. Come and lift your voice and exalt the name of the Lord. For his name is great and it is greatly to be praised. Father, we exalt you. Father, we exalt you in this place be magnified oh god rezo kapariando jataya rezika pando zeteriando shkapaya oh father we give you praise father we give you praise come and come and bless the name of the lord don't stop marezo kapariando shan while you're doing that you can feel free begin to to, to release a sound onto him begin to release a 
sound unto the Lord. Let it just flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. For out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Let rivers of living waters flow from your belly. Come on, let it flow. 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 Oh, let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Father, we worship you. We lift your name on high. Father, we worship you. Your name is great. Come on, don't stop. Your name is great. And it is greatly to be praised. Psalm 145, before we we sing songs, I want to read Psalm 145 from verse 1 to 7. This is one of my favorite portion of scriptures when it comes to praising God and extolling his name. Psalm 145, it says, I will extol you, my God, O King. It says, and I will bless your name forever and ever every day I will bless you and I will praise your name forever and ever and it says this is one of my favorite lines it says great is the Lord and greatly to be praised he says and his greatness somebody say his greatness, his greatness. is unsearchable which means that it is impossible to comprehend and fathom the greatness of God it says one generation shall praise your works to another we are the generation that will praise your works God and we will declare your mighty acts it says I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works men shall speak of the might of your awesome acts and I I I will declare your greatness they shall utter the memory of your great goodness and shall sing of your righteousness father you are great and you are greatly to be praised you are great and you are greatly to be praised you are great and you are greatly to be praised you are great and you are greatly to be praised oh father we worship you Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. How great you are, oh God. How great you are, oh God. Mazeke, come on, don't stop, don't stop. How great you are, oh God. How great you are, oh God. And how great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. All will see, and all will see how great. 
How great is our God, is our God. Come on, lift your hands to heaven and sing how great, how great is our God. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will sing how great, how great is our God. Come on, you can do better than that. Lift your voice and sing how great, how great is our God. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. And all will sing. How great. How great is our God. We lift our voice and sing. How great is our God. How great is our God. Lift your voice and declare how great he is. How great. Come on, lift your voice and declare how great he is. Sing with me. Sing with me. How great. How great. All the world will see. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. And you're the name above all names. You are worthy. You are worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing. And my heart will sing. How great. of our praise you are worthy of our praise and my heart will sing how great and my heart will sing how great is our God now come on in your own words tell him that he is great tell him tell him say God you are great Tell him, say, Father, you are great. Your name is great. The works of your hands are great. And my 
your mercy is great your mercies are great Come on, tell him, tell him, say, God, you are great. Oh, Father, we exalt you in this place. You are worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing. And my heart will sing. How great is our God. Yes, you are the Lord. Most high. Yes, you are the Lord. Most high. Yes, you are the Lord. He is the Lord God. Yes, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. You know, songs mean nothing if, if what is in your heart is contradictory to what you are singing. And I know personally from experience, it takes a while for my heart to catch up because this is something that we do every Sunday. It's something that we are used to. So it's very easy for you to just go on with the motions and, you know, just sing the songs because that's what the worship team is singing. And it takes a while for your heart to catch up to what your, your, your mouth is uttering. But I want you to know this afternoon that if your heart is not in alignment with what you were singing, then the incense that is arising unto God is not acceptable. The incense that is arising up to God from your worship is unacceptable if your heart and the words that are coming out of your mouth are not in alignment. So if really in your heart right now in this moment, 
Everything about you is not saying you are the Lord because if he is the Lord, your posture will change. If your heart is in alignment with what you are singing, I just find it impossible to believe. That if your heart is in alignment with the worship that is coming out from your mouth, I find it difficult to believe that you will sing the way you're singing and I find it difficult to believe that your posture will be the way that it is so I'm going to give you a moment for your heart to align with the words that are proceeding from your mouth let the worship that comes from you this afternoon let it arise a sweet incense unto God that the words of your mouth and the meditations of your heart may be acceptable in his sight so if you're at home and you're singing the song while you are washing dishes my god and you are singing the song while you're engaging in other activities you might want to just drop those things in this moment and worship god from the depth of your heart we are not a church that plays religion we are not a church that just sings songs we are not a church that just does business as usual we are a church that worship god in spirit and in truth mazoka so i'm going to give you a moment for your heart to align because we will not worship mazoka pandosha we will not worship we've just words this morning we will not worship with just songs this morning come on let your heart align with your song Yes, you are the Lord. Come on, let your worship be acceptable. Acceptable worship is when your heart aligns with the song that you are singing. It is when your heart aligns. Come on. You are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. Come on, don't stop, don't stop. Lift your voice. You are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. God, yes, yeah. you are the Lord. Most high, you are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. Father, we declare that you are the Lord. You are the Lord, God. You are the Lord, you are the Lord God Almighty. Oh, Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. You are the Lord, you are the Lord. Elohim, Elohim, you are the God that we serve. Mazoka Pande Jataya, Erekosa Tayandosha. You are the God that we serve. You are the 
worship. Worship, worship. Worship, worship, worship. Come on, let a sound come out from you. Come and sing your own song unto the Lord. Come and sing your own song unto the Lord. Yahweh, we cry Yahweh, Yahweh, we cry Yahweh, Rabakosta, 
Kapande kozipe kosta pande zotayandosha. We cry Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. For a moment, ah, ye ke paruza kapando shatali ando zataya. Yahweh, 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 hey, Yahweh, 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 ha kapando za. Yahweh, 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 akapazo kapande. Yahweh, 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 Yahweh. Kakadosha Yahweh 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 Akanezokayando Shapariande Yahweh Ayayaya Kapazotariando Shai Yahweh 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 Yahweh, 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 Yahweh. Yahweh, 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 Yahweh.
You know, there are some times in in God's presence where it's very tempting to move on. It's very tempting to move on, and it's one of the challenges as a worship leader is you know you know that God wants you to stay here but you're worried about what the the people may be thinking you're worried are they are they thinking that you know this is this is boring or we've been on the same song for 20 minutes but I thank God for the fact that I've come to a place in my walk with him and I thank God that I've come to such a place as a worship leader where I'm not phased by those things anymore and I am more concerned about pleasing my father so if it means I stay on one spot for 20 minutes then I will do just that it's very tempting to move on I have a song list it's very tempting to move on and sing the rest of the beautiful songs Jesus Yahweh 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 For those of you that are in clusters, 
Something is about to hit in this moment. As you press in the place of worship, for those of you that are in the clusters right now, if you can, I want you to hold hands. Something is about you hit you where you are. Something is about to hit you where you are. Yahweh, Yahweh, Come on a few more minutes. Yahweh, Yahweh. Yahweh, Yahweh. We cry Yahweh. We cry Yahweh. For 60 seconds, I want you to just bask in this moment. Mazoka Padiando Sha, we're not gonna sing. Just bask in this moment and I want you to press in. You know, sometimes because you have somebody who is leading you, sometimes I feel like that's actually a distraction and it gets in the way of, of certain transactions and what God wants to do in certain moments. So I'm going to put the mic away for 60 seconds. Uh, while the keys continue to play, I'm going to put the mic away and I want you to just press in. I want you to just press in. I want you to just press in. Ah, le mozoka pariando shatai. is within me God I bless your name from the depth of my soul from the depth of my soul 
with all that is within me. I bless your holy name. With all that is within me. I bless your holy name. This is holy ground. 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 Let's 
take it up from the top your majesty your majesty i can but bow i can but bow i lay my own before you of my days Jesus. 
I'll serve you for the rest of my days I'll serve you for the rest of my days I live to serve 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 I just want to encourage some of us gonna get ready to pass it on soon but I don't know if anybody else is like me but most especially in the last couple of weeks I've been struggling with certain thoughts and there were certain comments that have been made to me personally by close people relatives family insinuating that there is more that I could be doing with my life. Insinuating that, um, you know, I shouldn't be here, but I'm spending a lot of time with this God thing. Insinuating essentially that I'm wasting my life and that I'm 31 and that the tossing that they knew back then they expected her to have done certain things by now. It's painful. It's painful. It's painful to hear something like that. It's painful to have those kind of thoughts. And you do start to question, is this true? Maybe I should just apply wisdom. We call it wisdom, right T? We say it's wisdom. call it wisdom but I want to encourage somebody here if you're like me and you've struggled with this over the last couple of weeks months or whatever it is and you feel like you are wasting your life or maybe somebody has made a comment to you that insinuates that what you're doing in this in this God thing or this service thing or you know the fact that you have completely given yourself to God uh, is making you feel like it's a waste I want to encourage you today that it is not. I want to encourage you today that it is not. For what will it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? This scripture has held me through the entirety of this year. What will the, every time I feel temptation 
to step out of the level of commitment and service that God wants me to give to him. I remember what will it profit a man? That scripture is for somebody you feel tempted and you're calling it wisdom to forsake God and to pursue those accomplishments. What will it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Your life is not a waste in God. Your life is not a waste in God. This is the very reason for which we were created. We exist for his pleasure. We exist for his pleasure. I live to serve your majesty. Your majesty. I live to serve your majesty. I live to serve, and I live to serve. I live to serve. I've come to worship and I've come to worship and I've come to worship you and I've come to worship and I've come to worship I've come to worship you And I live to worship And I live to worship And I live to worship you Take up just a little bit We live to worship. We live to worship. We live to worship you. We live to worship you. We live to worship you. We more R and D on this. Worship you. Mm. Mm. You know, I heard Pastor Tosin saying what she said, and I smiled because that's the story of my life. And there was a time when when I heard stuff like that I would go and cry to God and I'd spend hours saying Lord see what they're saying but I'm doing this for you Lord you know I'm just reminding him that no you know look at what up look at the hits I'm taking for you
and I had this calendar in my mind that you know it would take this amount of time of of that sacrifice Pastor Tosin right and then eventually God would just show up and everybody would understand and and then you know a year turned into two and two into three and three into ten and ten into fifteen and I was like God you're you're kind of late where are you Then I graduated to, you know what, Lord? If I perish, I perish. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? I don't need you to come through. I'll die for you. Let everybody laugh at me. I'm doing this for you. And you know, the truth is somewhere in between the two. And that's why God waits you get from one extreme to the other. Both a test and then he brings you back to where the answer really is. And I had a whole word planned for today, but maybe I'll preach about the answer. The answer is buried in a little chapter in the Bible about something you might not realize. About a woman who the Bible says was, well, she had a reputation that she was loose. We don't know if she really was loose. And the Bible says Jesus was not too long from his funeral, from his, from his death, sorry. And, and she, he walked into a house and here comes this woman with a horrible reputation. With a year's salary worth of alabaster now, if she really was what they said she was, then, then she earned that alabaster box, if you understand what I mean. If she really was what they said she was, I can imagine her having a bath every so often with shame and abuse. And, and all the while she was saving up for something. Think about that. You know, and I'm, I'm not justifying that action if she was what they said she was. I'm just saying sometimes, even in our mess, God, God can look beyond right and wrong and see a heart. And he may not condone what you're doing, but the Bible says he's looking for those with perfect hearts. Not always perfect hands. Hello, David. Hello, Rahab. And the Bible says she took that box of alabaster and she broke it. She burst it in one moment, a whole life, a whole year, sorry, of her life. And just lavished it on Jesus. She didn't measure it. She didn't get a cup and say, well, this is all we need. She just lathered the whole thing till everything filled the whole house. And for years, I didn't see, a, I didn't see one word. Just one little word in that thing that changed my whole life. It said, and when Jesus had understood it, Now, I don't know about you, but I know that the Bible says upon him, the spirit came without measure and the spirit has at least seven different dimensions. And one of them is the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Oh, I need this mic a bit louder, please. I'm screaming. Wisdom and understanding. It wasn't that he was dumb. It wasn't he didn't understand prophetically what had just happened. It wasn't he didn't know who she was. The same way the Bible says he learned obedience. He was never disobedient as we define it. And when you look at the word in the Greek, it makes sense. It means Jesus took a while to upload the magnitude of what she just did. Oh, I came for somebody tonight. At least two of us in the room. I've heard Pastor Tosin. So I know I have a partner. I need just a third person. Could it be your sacrifice is so huge that Jesus is taking a while to understand it 
If all you gave is five pounds and went home and watched TV every Sunday, we're not talking to you, but we know what we mean. There's a language of the ooh, There's a language of the initiated. There's a language of the initiated. Those of us, thank you. Those of us who have nothing to go back to know what we mean. It's almost like a like a divine secret society. We know each other when we see each other. There's a sign when you meet a fellow lay down lover. It doesn't take too long to smell the scent of burning flesh. To see the brokenness that can only come from a man or woman who knows that they have no other option but him, that they have bought their boats and we can say, I've said goodbye to my father and mother. Turn my back on every other lover. There's no other choice but to press on. Say goodbye to my father and mother. Turn my back on every other lover. And I press on. Press on, we have. It doesn't mean we left home and never looked back physically. We still call our parents every day. But even they know. <laughs> even our loved ones know that that we belong to another. Say goodbye to my brother and sister. Turn my back on every other idol and I press on The Bible says he beseeches us by his mercies that we offer our lives a living sacrifice It's not for the deep it's not for the anointed. In fact, the reason why there's so many gifted and anointed and deep people with flaws is God has such a little roster to choose from. He's, he's forced into using anyone who understands the slightest modicum of sacrifice because we have a generation, as a generation, have, oh Jesus! so few who know what it is to give anything that the moment one person gives anything God God says I'm gonna have to use you just as you are oh but this is my dream not attacking him just saying you know I don't know if she was joking or it was just a sarcastic comment but I heard a certain politician recently saying her dream is is to fill a, a, a plane filled with immigrants and ship them off to Rwanda well ma'am I have my own dream that the generation of laid down lovers would arise that the generation of men and women who know what it is to live a life where all we can do is eat from the 
from the altar where our own flesh is the sacrifice. For a generation to arise in which this is the norm, not the exception. A generation who can sail on the sealed orders. Who will write God a check with their lives and, and not complain when he signs it or cashes it. And maybe we will find a place of influence or maybe we will be part of the nameless and faceless ones but in all things this will be our cry for king and kingdom for king and kingdom As we throw our lives recklessly in his direction understanding that oh, call on to me and I will answer and show you God told Abraham, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. I'll answer your prayer for a son, but I am the reward. Did you hear me? God says, I can give you an answer for your request. The answer is the quote-unquote reward for the request. But the real reward is the reward for giving yourself to him. Let's do a little math, shall we? When God was going to redeem your soul, what was the price? He says, even the whole world would not be a fair exchange. He said, what shall it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Meaning that would be a loss. So, so what did God see as the value of your soul? Come on, answer me, somebody in the room. What did God see as the value of your soul? Say it again louder. What did he see as the value of your soul? So when you give that soul to him in pursuit, what should be the reward? Okay. You get it? The Bible says he is not unfaithful. As to forsake your... God doesn't owe any man... When you give your life to pursue him, there is one reward that is universally promised. Everything else is a bonus. It's the reward of him. And oh, trust me, having tasted a little bit of this, I would not give it up for the world. To be able to say, I am my beloved and he is mine. Not every Christian can say that. Let me take that back. Not every believer can say that. Being a Christian means you are like him. It means you laid aside your sons of majesty. Humbled yourself into the form of a servant. And 
and picked up your cross and hung on it as they stretched you wide it means you were crucified in Christ and, and now you can live and reign and rule in Him. Pastor Tosidori, my same family who once said that has come to understand that the portal of blessing many of them now enjoy can in part be traced to the sacrifice they scoffed at. Oh, they said it to me on more than one occasion several of them that the sacrifice they could not understand has brought them a covenant with the Lord that like Joseph you can be sent ahead of your family ha and pass through servitude indentured servitude pass through been paraded naked at a market as a commodity be lied on and framed for something you did not do and the man whose wife you were respecting listens to her and throws you in jail and then you kabosata you interpret the dreams of others who turn around and forget you ever existed But the God can orchestrate all that to preserve a lineage. Oh, they looked at Joseph and they said at 17, you're special. Oh yeah, his father gave him a coat of many colors. You understand what I'm saying? Ah, but the seasons and the timings of God are different. Who am I talking to? Hello, Bukharite. never forget a preacher said to me a preacher a full-time pastor said to me in the year 2007 when I said I was gonna quit my job and go into full-time ministry he says your he says your brain is too intelligent to waste it ah! how far we have come he says your mind is too brilliant to waste it only preaching he stressed only and you know I, I've always been one for listening to the council of elders some of them will not believe me when I say so but I've always been one and when I come back and I say I disagree I always come back with proof that I listened <laughs> I come back with with an explanation of what you said why I believe you said it and how I agree from A to Y but there's usually what well, sometimes is a but and it's the royal but the divine but so I went back to God and I said Lord see what my elders are saying see what the men who walk the path I'm about to walk are saying what say you what say you that's a good thing to say to God and just sit with it sometimes for months Lord, I love this girl. Well, I like her. <laughs> I like her voice. I like her, you know, her appearance. I believe I want to marry her. What say you? And the monarch of Zion said back to me, he said, son, 
whether or not I'm asking you to do this think about this now when God starts an answer with saying I'm not going to tell you whether or not it's me pushing you I'm only going to give you factors to consider then you know you're in trouble and he made a statement that my life has never recovered from he said son what better to spend that brain on what better altar to pour it on he said son do I deserve the idiots do I deserve the mentally challenged is ministry a secondary profession is it for the outcasts and the and for those who could not make it in anything else and then I looked through my Bible and I found God never called someone who wasn't doing anything worthwhile. Everyone who wasn't doing anything before they found him, he sent them back. Check. The madman of Gadara. Just said, go back. Does that make sense? Oh, Jesus. And this is not just about ministry hear me this is about pouring your life on God even in full-time profession it's about treating it not as a financial ladder to be climbed but as an assignment to govern the world for him and you make your decisions not based on promotion of finance but like Daniel you make decisions based on whether the king can get mileage check there's no one Jesus called in scripture who didn't have to give up something everybody who was doing nothing he sent back Bartimaeus the man from Gadara the ones who he allowed follow him were usually ones who did not want to because there were things to give away e.g. the rich young ruler the Bible says Jesus looked at him and loved him no it's just him come looking for him he came asking a question and Jesus asking him to follow was an act of love it was an act of compassion he says I want to upgrade your eternal standing I want to give you a shortcut into stature and significance so give up all that and follow me Bible says the man went away sad he went away sad I choose your way and I choose you Because, Lord, I am available to you. And my will I give to you. I'll do what you say. Use me, Lord, to show someone your way and enable me to say 
my storage is empty and I, and I am available to you. My storage is empty and I am available because you are the source of my strength you are the strength of my life and I lift my hands to you Jesus to you The source of my strength You are The strength of my life And I lift my hands to you Jesus To you We love you today. Hallelujah. We praise you today. You are the Lord Most High Yes, you are the Lord All hail the power of Jesus' name, let angels prostrate for bring forth the royal diadem and cry. King, bring forth the road and crown him. Lord and crown 
Lord of all. the Bible says is sown in peace shalom of those who are of peace could this be why the world will not bow to him because they are being brought to him by a people who themselves do not really bow I'm convinced that when a generation arises that completely offers itself to the Lord with no caveats. It doesn't see him as a tool to be used to achieve their dreams, but me down just a tiny bit now. But as Lord of all But as Lord of all, and all means all, and Lord of our wallets and our wardrobes, and Lord of our diets and our playlists. And the one who controls us all He who must be obeyed That's my current name for the Lord For the Lord is that spirit, which one? The one that talks to me he who must be obeyed. The frequency that heaven speaks through, that heaven moves through, is that of surrender. I desire you. And a bit more. I desire you. I desire you, my soul longs for you, I desire you, I desire you, and I desire you, 
my soul longs for you God I desire you I desire you I desire you my soul longs for you for you I will yield to you I will yield to you I will yield to you Cause my soul longs for you I will live for you Even die for you You will see me through Cause my soul longs for you Cause my soul longs for you In a dry and weary land And I am longing for your hand in this dry and weary land and I am searching for your hand we desire you we desire you We desire you Our souls long for you Worship you, 
I was alive That was Thank you For living for the Lord I'm so glad you gave I'm so glad that you gave Let them say, forgiven to the Lord. We realize that we change. Thank you for living for the Lord. We're so glad. You came. We're so glad you came. Before we move on today, I want to make an altar call. And it's not for everybody, so don't feel pressure at home, especially for those of you who are in the studio we can't see you so don't don't fake this one okay don't fake it maybe today's not your day maybe a year from now I don't know but but I want only those who know what they mean and mean what they're about to say I want you to offer God your life if this is for you about salvation now for, for you this could be salvation this could be the first time you're ever making a commitment to the Lord but but for many of us sadly the first time we made the commitment we didn't understand fully the full gamut of what was being asked so I'm reframing the request to you today remember there was redemption of sin in the Old Testament there wasn't redemption from sin but there was redemption of sin in essence your punishment divine punishment was covered by the old covenant and the bible says the new one is founded on better promises so there's got to be something more than being forgiven it's an invitation to be like him but this is the door completely surrender 
that's you, would you tell the Lord in a few moments today? I'm not going to lead you in a prayer. You know what it means. You know the pulling on your heartstrings. You can hear the voice wooing you. Respond to it. Lord, I offer my days to you. I am lifting my praise to you. And as a living sacrifice, Lord, I offer you my I offer you my life and why will I give to you I will what you say to do use me Lord mm. it doesn't say to tell someone the way it says to show that they may live free. Let them see that it pays to give all for you. Let them see that there is an end and there is a cause. Let the name of the Lord not be profaned on my account. Same ones who saw Jesus on the cross and scoffed. See him when he's resurrected in Nebuchadnezzar. There's a combined four epistles in the New Testament written by the biological siblings of Jesus. <laughs> ah, the same ones who came with Mary and scoffed at him, came back and wrote epistles because they saw their brother risen. May those who know you see you risen. May those who watched us hung high and spread wide 
Let the weight of your glory, my companion, 
Haripotwa. Thank you. Thank you. We give you glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, in the presence of your heavenly counsel, look upon those of us who for the first or subsequent time have made a commitment to pour our alabaster ointment on you. Your word says the Lord is not slack as to his coming. You said in your word that every vision is for an appointed time and that there might be seasons where it appears to tarry, but your counsel is to wait, wait, wait. It will not be late. Father, we take a vow today in the presence of eternity that you will be our God and we will be your people. Let the generations to come judge the prudence of such a vow by how it goes with us. Not because of our perfection, not because we have it in ourselves to keep every last single piece of technicality of our portion of this vow. Oh, there will be days and moments where without your grace we slip. Where we don't meet the exacting demands of your perfection. 
But your word tells us to look unto Abraham our father. A perfect example of human inadequacy. You said that those who went before us, the things written in scripture, were for our example, for good and for bad. That we, through the example of scripture, may have hope. You did not fail them. You will not start with us. Father, we declare that if heaven has an agenda, getting down just a tiny bit, if heaven has an agenda that it wants to accomplish, that it requires human participation in, we write you a blank check. There is a portal that requires human invitation for your will. We give you a credit facility on our account. We ask for grace that you will never want for a platform of intervention in anything and anyone within our circles of jurisdiction and concern. In simple English, Lord, we say, spend our lives. And reap whatever you require for you. Spend our lives as you desire. Let these lives, Lord, be equal to any inflation in the spirit. Let there never be a cost in the realm of glory that you cannot meet with the facility of our lives. Let a generation see what it looks like when Emmanuel is on display. We commit and affirm this now and forever. For we belong to you. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody, if you're so inclined, would you clap your hands? And if you could find some breath in your lungs, would you shout to God with a voice of triumph?
All right, grab a seat, everybody. I promise not to take too much of your time this afternoon. I have binned, thank you, Tony. I have binned my proposed sermon. Um, it was going to be the penultimate part of the It Is Written series. We're back tonight at 7 p.m. for the last night of teaching. Tomorrow will be a day of prayer, a night of prayer. And then on Tuesday, we go to war. Somebody say we go to war. Back in the days in the Nigerian university scene, we would say, Aluta continua. I don't see anybody walking at Pastor T's here. See anybody else here probably knows what that means. It means the struggle continues. But then we'd say, Victoria said, I've forgotten how we said the second bit now, but basically victory is ascertained. Uh, in the kingdom, we only fight from a place of victory. God doesn't fight wars, he will not win. Are you listening to me, somebody? Come and talk to me. Uh, whenever God calls for war, it is because he has already won the war. The Bible says that he told Moses, I want you to go See, see, I have given you the land of Sihon, king of the Amorites. He then says, begin to contend with him in battle for it. That's a good place to start. Come with me. Let's, let, let's look at that. Oh, Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. So I don't have my laptop with me, guys, so um, if we can help the people on the screen, somehow that'd be great. If not, that's fine. Deuteronomy chapter 2. And I think we're looking for a verse. Holy Spirit, thank you. Verse 16. So it came to pass when all the men of war were consumed and dead from among the people. Please take me down in the house just a tiny little bit more. That the Lord spoke unto me saying, listen, when all the men of war were consumed. Someone say men of war. Someone say men of war. Now because I don't want to spend too long, I won't go into the backstory of this. But suffice to say, an entire generation in Israel had died on the way from Egypt to the Promised Land by design. It wasn't an accident. They had scoffed at God's ability to give them a promise or to keep his promise to them and give them a land he had promised. And so he basically said, not only will you not enter it, uh, I'll make sure that by the time your children get to it, all the men of war, the renowned ones, all the strong guys, the ones who you would have said, well, if God was going to take us in, he'll use captain so-and-so. Are you listening to me, somebody? That the Lord spoke unto me, saying, 
There are times where God waits for the strength of man to fail before he speaks. Notice he waited for the men of war to be consumed. And then he spoke unto them saying, You are to pass over through Ar, the coast of Moab. I'm not going to get distracted with the names. Go into your concordance and look at the meaning of every single name of a person or place in this verse and in this passage. And when you come near against the children of Ammon, don't mess with them. Ammon was Isaac's or Jacob's second cousin, the son of Lot, or second uncle, whatever way you put it. A son of perversion, something God had cursed, but God said, leave him alone. For I will not give you the land of the children of Ammon any I will not give unto you of the land of the children of Ammon any possession, because I have given it unto the children of Lot for a possession. Hear me, somebody. If God has made provision for people he has cursed, hear me by the Spirit. There are people who God is angry with. And he has instructed that on the strength of a covenant with an ancestor, leave them alone. Look at him and say, how much more me? God said, don't touch their land. Yet you're running around destitute in the name of, okay, let's keep moving. He then says, verse 20, so I'm going. That also was accounted, listen, 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 a land of giants. Giants dwelt therein in old time, and the Ammonites called them Zamzumims. Listen, don't touch their land. Why? Because I want them to be alive when I use you to make a statement. They have lived in fear of this giant for a long time. I want to show them what it looks like and spend years fighting wars against them. I want to show them what it looks like when they step out of their accursedness. Remember the Bible says that no Moabite or son of Ammon or Ammonite can enter the Lord's generation or Lord's, uh, the Lord's uh, assembly for 10 generations. In essence, the curse wasn't eternal. A time would come where people like Rahab, people like Ruth would be able to be plugged back into the system. So God says, why kill them? Why destroy them? No, I'm going to protect them to watch what it looks like when I move. A people great and many and tall as the Anakims, listen, but the Lord God destroyed them before them and they succeeded them and dwelt in their stead. As he did to the children of Esau, which dwelt in Seir, when he destroyed the Horems from before them, and they succeeded and dwelt in their stead unto this day. Listen, and the Avims, these are all clans of giants. The Avims which dwelt in Hazarim, even unto Azar, the Kaftarims, which came from out of Kephtar. The point I'm making is this. These are all Semitic tribes. Descendants of Esau, descendants of Lot. They had fought their battles with giants. Listen, 
and God had apportioned them land. You didn't get it. It seems that in the economy of heaven, your, your, well, your good heart is not enough when it comes to entering your bukkah. The Bible says, unto him that overcomes. Look at that again. Is it on the screen? Okay. These are Semitic tribes, right? So they are either descendants of Abraham in the case of Esau, or Abraham's cousin, or nephew in the case of Lot. These are people who God is upset with. Moab, Ammon, and the children of Esau through Edom, Mount Seir. Yet, God says, when you go into the land and you take out a clan of giants, nobody can take that land from you. You didn't get it. Let's look at this again. If you go into the promised land, Tony, and you legally contend with the giants, and by hook or by crook, you are victorious. That possession in God's eyes is valid. God told Israel, they fought giants, they won. They got a tiny piece of land. That's what I'm saying. They were so scared, they, could, they got a tiny piece of land. You can't take that from them, even though I have a problem with them. Oh, you understand now why there's people at work, people in your line of industry, People in ministry who you look at and say, but God, that person ain't living right. God's like, but they, 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 they fought a giant. Hey, Tony. They, they demonstrated a belief. And the reason I'm pointing out, right, that they are Semitic tribes is from the time of Abraham and Lot. All these men would have had some kind of relationship with the God of the Bible. The Bible calls Lot a righteous man. The angels, he recognized the angels when they came. Does that make sense? Esau grew up in the same house that Isaac, so that, 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 that Jacob did. So these are not people who are completely isolated from God. They're people who would have worshipped God outside the framework of his instruction. In essence, I want you to think of them as believers out of alignment. Somebody say believers out of alignment. These are people who understand how to move the hand of God while not being perfectly aligned with him. Uh, who am I talking to, somebody? Y'all ain't talking back to me. Let's try this one more time. There are people, Tony, who your common sense, your better knowledge would tell you, do not deserve what God, what God obviously has poured out on their life. Have you ever met someone who you cannot deny the hand of God on? You, 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 can I say this in my, in my, in my, in the, lang, in, in the way they say where I come from? Mima. The Ghanaian say me ba. Nigerian say me ma, me ma, you, me ma, you ma, you know that this is God. You, you can smell, oh, talk to me. You can smell God. You can, you, you, if they're a preacher, you can't deny when they minister. 
that this is the glory of God upon their life. But you know, <clears throat> you know that they're not Israel. They're Esau. They're Ammon. And if you're like me, in previous dispensations, your response is to ask God why. Anybody like me? To say God what? Why? To be so frustrated, and in some cases, can we be honest? So jealous. Yeah, but I know you guys are, you guys are too deep, so I'm the only, I'm the only uh, heathen in this room, right? I'm the only one who's ever been jealous like the elder brother and said, Lord, I've served you as best I know how. I've quote unquote not gotten a goat. <laughs> God deliver us. You're the heir of an estate and you're crying about a goat. If I wasn't a Christian, I would say you are the goat. But because I'm a Christian, who's ever heard that before? If I wasn't born again, I would have told you how foolish you are. But because I know Jesus, I wouldn't tell you that you're a foolish person. <laughs> mm. Mm. And I've come to answer one question this afternoon. Why do the heathen supposedly, why do the heathen prosper? Why are those who you believe have not met God's exacting standards upon you, seem to enter Bukhar while you're still struggling with your self-righteous self. Hello now. Mm. In a nutshell, because God wants to make an example. The children of Edom, the children of Ammon and Moab did not have the same expectation on them that God made on the Israelites. He did not ask for alignment. He did not, oh, talk to me somebody. He did not give them a law. He didn't give them statutes. He did not command them to follow a pattern of Levitical priesthood. Deuteronomy 32. Ask your father and he'll tell you this is the problem in our generation. There are so few fathers who can tell us and those who are fathers are not treated as fathers because people call fathers those who seem to have certain signs and not those who can pass on a lineage of covenant with God. Ask your father, he will tell you, the Bible says, 
that when the Most High divided the nations, he did so according to the number of the sons of God, but he chose Israel as his portion. Someone say portion. Israel is God's portion, according to Jeremy 32. So when the Bible says that the Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup, Psalm 16, he maintains my lot. It literally means God is to me what I am to him. I am his portion. He is mine. What's going on here? There is a mutual beneficial relationship. And I want to explain to you in 10 minutes before we pray. Because this is in some way the summary of what we've been talking about for 40 days. God needs to show other Elohim and other human beings what the Elohim-man relationship was designed to be. The Bible says that the body of Christ, the ecclesia, was designed so that the, that the manifold wisdom of God could be made seen to the principality. So there's an element in which God is schooling the spirit realm. On the flip side, there's also an element in which he's schooling mankind on what a real Elohim should be like. So he allowed these Semitic tribes ahead of Israel into the land. And when he told Abraham, listen, when he told Abraham that his descendants, were, I can't go into all this critical time, that his descendants will be a, a, a a strangers in a foreign land, I believe this was Genesis chapter 17 or 18. He said for 400 years, listen, he gave an instruction because the iniquity of who? Who remembers that scripture? The Amorites is not yet complete. Meaning, I'm keeping you in Egypt in a B&B while I'm refurbishing your house. And the sign your house is ready is that the iniquity of a group of individuals called the Amorites. In essence, the Amorites were the, were the bellwether. So the first reason why some people look like they're prospering while you're in Egypt is that they may be the Amorites. They may be the ones who God is giving plenty of rope to justify switching things up with you. Someone said the Amorites. The first set of people who prosper while the aligned believer looks to be in a holding pattern. The second set of people are the other Semitic tribes. And this is simple is that they understand faith in God better than those of us who are quote and unquote in love with Jesus. They know just enough about God to believe that if they run into the land and take on a small subset of giants, that he will give them victory. While you were praying and fasting and writing your vision down for 20 years, they were obeying promptings from Ushaba. Can you hear me? They were building their business. They were building their ministry. They were building their family while you were waiting for perfect conditions. 
while you saw the same giants they did and said we are like grasshoppers in their sight the Ammonites and the the Edomites said let us at them see God is not unfair Ayati. <laughs> I said God is not what God is not unfair God will not ignore somebody else's actions of faith to justify your profession of faith. If somebody else put the work in and all you did was quote-unquote pray, um, hello, notice I said all, and I said quote-unquote, because real, pra real prayer doesn't stop at speaking. Real prayer means you obey an instruction. But the third reason is this. God wanted to give them a front row seat to see what he was going to do with his people. Edom, Ammon, take a seat. Pour yourself a cold glass and watch me move. Verse 24. I want everybody to say the first two words, especially from the King James Bible in verse 24. Shout it out, everybody. Verse 24. Rise ye up. Someone say, rise you up. Arise, shine, for your what? Okay. Rise you up, take your journey, and pass over. Someone say Passover. Passover. Say Passover. Passover. The river Anon. Do your homework and find out what Anon. No, let, no, let's, let's get it together. Come, come, come with me. If we, if we can get the blue of the Bible on the screen, please do so. Uh, let's see what that word anon means, shall we? If you guys can get it on the screen for everybody, that'd be great. If so, they'll just have to believe me. But I want them to see with their own eyes. Pass over the river, anon. Somebody say river. Someone say river. Anon. Someone say anon. No, now this is not this is not Jordan. Hello. We talk so much about Jordan, we forget that there are there was a section of Israel that was supposed to be on this side of Jordan. Are you with me, somebody? Uh, Jordan was not the beginning of the conquest. No. Jericho was not, quote and unquote, the first land conquered. Mm, nah. No, no, no. Are you ready? What's going on here? My technology is freezing. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. Do they have Anon on their screen? Pardon? Mine has just frozen. Okay. Okay. Can I, can I get a tablet with it up then? Or a device with it up then? Because I want to read it out. I want to read out the definition. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Jeremy. See, even my kids know how to... Go to blue letter Bible dot org. 
a proud father. Anon means rushing stream. Someone say rushing stream. Literally brawling stream. There was no parting of the sea, is the point I'm trying to make. Now, to a people, thank you, sir, who had just come, or can I keep this, because mine is freezing, can I keep this, thank you, who had just come through the Red Sea and had watched God part it. He was teaching them something. Bokar does not mean perfect conditions. In fact, the proof that you believe it is Bokar is that you can act in spite of imperfect conditions. Any idiot can move when everything is lined up perfectly. And for many of us, we've tried to move in the past and been burnt. And so the test that you believe that God is speaking in this season is that you can watch a rushing stream and cross it Okay, I'm going to need you to help me with this again, sir. Quickly, quickly. My PA, can you me open it up? Thank you. Let's go back to verse 24. Pass over the river Anon. Colon. Thank you. Meaning, there's a reason why God is asking you to run into something that looks suicidal. Colon. In essence, the reason I want you to pass over the river Anon is because I have given into your hand. Sihon, the king of the who? Talk to me. Sihon the who? Sihon the who? Sihon the who? The Amorite. Your descendants will be in a strange land for 400 years because or until the iniquity of the Amorites are what? Fulfilled. And so as they are about to step into this promise, God tells Moses, I want you to rise up. And I want you to walk through that rushing river as proof that you believe. That what I said to you is already here. I have given him into your hand, Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. Hello? This is why some heathens prosper. Because they are the custodians of a land. They are on assignment to domesticate your inheritance do you know how many different wars the amorites fought if you study the see, see don't just read your bible i believe in reading the bible read, read your bible at least twice a year from cover to cover minimum but it, when you see things in, in the bible to enjoy them better study history study the amorites in history there, there is a, there's, there, there is secular history about the amorites are you aware and they, they waged war for over a hundred years to establish their mini empire. 
and consolidated it under one kingdom so Israel could come and in one move Are you hearing me? There are things that God is gathering for you and hiding on the other side of a rushing stream. Finally, as we pray, stand with me. Can I get some keys? Stand with me. The last part is the part we are going to pray about. And as we go into this week coming and the season ahead, this is the rallying cry. Listen, rise you up, verse 24. Take your journey as quickly as possible and pass over the river that rushes. Behold, someone say, see, I have given into your hand Sihon the Amorite, the king of Eshban and his land. Everybody shout that last from, from after his land, shout the next two statements till the end of the verse with me. I said shout. I said shout. Begin to what? And. Good night. Tony, come and close the service. They ain't talking to me. I said shout. With him in. So from God's perspective, a battle is not a sign that you need to win. It is the proof that you have already won. I have given him into your hand and his land. Listen, what do you do to the land? What do you do to Sihon? What do you do to Sihon? Read your Bible. Look at it. It's not a trick question because this is where we miss it. Yes, Kadesh. What do you do to Sihon? Contend. And this is the issue with the average believer. God says, begin to possess it. He didn't say fight with him first. Go in and act like it is your land. He will come back at you and then you contend with him. Let me repeat. Begin to possess. Your relationship with your land is different than with the enemy who is guarding it. Don't get it twisted. Many of us know how to contend. We don't know how to possess. Some of us know how to start possessing. We are not prepared to contend. In this season, you need to have a sword in one hand and a, 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 a trowel and a brick in another. I want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray. And say, Lord, in this season, give me grace to possess and contend. Open your mouth and pray. I want you to pray. Take the keys up. Like your life depends on it. Out of my belly. Like your life depends on it. Come on, pray. Pray, pray, pray.
Lord, I receive grace. I receive grace. Come on, open your mouth and pray. Marie Koramansa Katababadi. Sheketebori Atamahati. Take the gain of the keys up for me. La Surya Mantabare Koriabata. Come on, Nantariaba Rokorie Tebata. Come on, come on, come on. La Tunenge de Beleketi Alabasa. Ekoria Tabratos Kebedanteliata. Sarai Kumata. Oh, come on now, somebody. Zegre Turieba Turie Kaba. Come on, somebody. Isha, lift your voice. Grace to possess. Grace to contend. I believe you have given me. I believe you have given me the land. I believe. I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. I eto masikapa le reneata atupale etupale kati. Aye shuriata mareke. Zimana taile hondia ile turia bantalie koma ta eh come on somebody rekeka tusa kapaleto zigede boriati ikaba i didn't tell you to stop manduri kapale kopasa Lord, as a people, we receive grace. Grace to possess. Get up just a little bit. Grace to possess. Grace to contend. kapala. Now hear me by the Spirit. Hear me. Hear me. Take the keys down. Possession requires a couple of brain cells or at worst the ability to hear instructions from heaven. You don't possess by fighting. You possess by strategy and by stewardship. You contend by the spirit of might and counsel. You possess by the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And then you maintain by the spirit of the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. Open your mouth and say, Lord, Holy Spirit, would you light upon me in this season, pray. In all seven dimensions. Ah, I want to be a patriarch who is equally adept on the battlefield as I am in the halls of, come on somebody. Rekinanto prekile kure atapa. 
like Nehemiah to build and to war. I believe. I believe. We believe. Father, we stand here today and we say that we believe that the iniquity of the Amorites is full. Thank you for giving those who love you but refuse to conform to your agenda a front row seat to see that what got them a piece of the land pales in insignificance to the whole territory that you have for those who follow you with the whole heart. In this season, let the tribes of Moab and Ammon be inspired to completely yield to you. Let the exceeding greatness of your excellency upon the lives of those who break our alabaster box be so glorious that we are the mercies of God that beseech everyone else to present their bodies. Ah. Give us every land of promise. Give us every jurisdiction of purpose. We receive a commission to bring every family of the earth into the blessing of the Lord. Make your appeal through us. Strengthen our hands for battle. Use our lips for war. Exterminate the last seed of the giants through us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Now, I want you for 60 seconds as I hand the mic over to for 60 seconds, I want you to lift up your voice in thanksgiving to the Lord. I want you to pray from a place, from a place of fulfillment. Come on, for 60 seconds. I want you to thank God in advance. Come on, come on. For the Lord is our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? The strength of our life of whom shall we? Come on, somebody. I want you to thank him in advance. For the ikurepa suriata. Elaboriata kapilando sadiatila. Ekonambre. Come on, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Thank him for your promise. Thank him for your promise. Thank him. It's not up to 60 seconds yet. Continue to lift your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your grace, the grace to possess and to contend. We thank you for the words, the promises, the prophecies, everything that has gone before us. 
Father, we thank you in advance. Come and lift your voice. Thank him for the things both on an individual level and on a corporate level as a house. Marezo kapariando jeke periando zatai. Marezo kaparando jeke periando zeke terebasha. Father, we give you praise. We thank you in advance. We thank you in advance. Marezo kapariando shapaya. Oh, Father, we give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Still in the attitude of prayer, I want us to to stretch our hands towards Rev. And say a word of prayer for him. Um, this is day 38 of the 40-day journey that we have been on. And I want us to just release grace. 39. Apologies. 39. Day 39. And I want us to just release grace. Release grace into him. I remember. I, th- I believe it was yesterday when um, Chrissy was praying. I'm not sure if it was yesterday if it was, or if it was another prayer watch. Where we were praying for Rev. And she was saying that, you know, God forbid that he has toiled this much over the last 40 days and then he gets to summit and he's just worn out completely and he's not able to operate in the capacity that God wants him to operate in because he's just given himself so much over the last 40 days. So for 60 seconds, I want us to stretch our hands and just say, Father, we release grace. We release grace in the name of Jesus. Father, strengthen his inner man. In the name of Jesus, we speak life. We speak life to the very core of his being. In the name of Jesus, we speak strength to his mind. We speak strength to his soul. We speak strength to his spirit. We speak strength to his body. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, Marika Pando Shapaya. Father, we release grace. We release grace. We release grace in the name of Jesus. Marezuka Panderia Zotalabande. Father, we thank you for his yes. We thank you for that which you have done in him and through him over the last couple of weeks and months. Father, we pray for a fresh outpouring of your grace to press forward, to continue to push to the fullness of everything that you have both for him and through him in the name of Jesus come on 60 more seconds pray pray mazike parondo skapande maze prakuskapando skapariandoza regende brakusta pado skapande father he will see the fullness of everything that you want to do in him and through him in the name of Jesus marezike parodo skapa we speak life we speak life we speak life to the core of his being. We speak life to his body. We speak life to his soul. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that his body will not fail him over these next couple of weeks. In the name of Jesus. We declare that it is well with his health. Father, we stop in its tracks every fiery dart of the enemy concerning him and his family. We stop it in its tracks in the name of Jesus. And we declare and we decree that no weapon formed against him shall prosper. The sun shall not
Lord smite him by day or the moon by night. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We stand together as a house and we increase the hedge of fire round about him. God, in the name of Jesus, we increase the hedge of fire. Father, I pray that you will multiply the angels that you have given charge over him. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood. Rev, we plead the blood over you. We plead the blood over you and your family. In the name of Jesus. Come on, guys. Something is happening. 60 more seconds. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. In the name of Jesus. We plead the blood. 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 In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We declare that it is well. We declare that it is well with everything that concerns him. It is well with his mind. It is well with his thoughts. It is well with his emotions. It is well with his health. It is well with his family. In the name of Jesus. Let's put our hands together for God. Amen, amen, amen. I know time is far well spent, but um, just bear with us for a couple more minutes. Uh, we're going to listen to the announcements. Hey, good afternoon, Kingdom Culture. How's everyone doing? It's Pastor Tunji here, and I'm bringing you the announcements for this week. Boy, woo, we have two days to go. Oh my God, we've got two days to go. So we'll be walking into... Ealing Pentecostal Church in Leighton Stone, where we are going to be meeting the Lord with a setup like no other. So I hope that you are ready for your season of Bukar. It is going to be amazing. The Kingdom Culture Summit is air. If you've not registered, then I don't know what you're doing. You need to register now. You have until tomorrow to do so so make sure that you register and once you do tell everyone about it because it is going down it's going to be amazing so make sure you do that straight away and if you want to volunteer we need your help okay so fill out the form and let us know that you would like to help us out during this time of the summit and you can just contact us at contact at kculture.org if you want to be able to um, financially support this summit so we are coming to an end Ooh, of this 40-day journey we've been on a journey for 40 days it has been amazing some amazing teachings that has been going on for uh, nearly 40 days and we are closing up this journey of it is written tomorrow at 7 p.m. So the given details are in the description of this video. If you want to give, make sure you look at the description. All the details for giving via different platforms are there. 
and you can get all that information and you can give unto the Lord because it is good to give unto God. Okay, so for further information, for more information about, you know, what we do and everything about, you know, our prayer sessions as well, if you want the Zoom links um, for that as well, you can contact us at contact at K-Culture to get all the information that you need okay so as you go into your week please be praying because we're starting the summit this week is going to be amazing be prayed up be ready to come and encounter god we're looking forward to seeing you at the summit why because it is your season for Bacar. we want you to be expectant let us build an expectation this week okay let's build an expectation this week in the uk and around the world as we go in to this summit so guys like i always say keep smiling keep shining because you've been designed and destined for more than where you are right now we're looking forward to seeing you this week bye for now and god bless Amen, amen, amen. God bless you, Pastor Tunji, for the amazing announcement. The summit is here, guys. It is here. I am excited. I hope you guys are too. Um, so I just want you to take a neighbor by the hand, look them in the eye and say, possess and contend. Come on, tell them, tell them, look them straight into, straight into their eyes. Tell them, say, possess and contend and then share the grace with them. <laughs> May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Have an amazing rest of your day. The cost of living in the UK is rising, and it's changing people's lives. Russian airstrikes and bombardments in China. Apostolically, God is raising around the world in this season. Wrestled with the Lord, he wrestled with God. The culture of the kingdom. Whoever the spirit descends upon, you need the intervention of grace because there has to be a transition and brightness of your rising. Your rising will bring brightness. Lord, yet my secret place is weary and dry. Still hear my cry, please hear me right now. To seek your face, Father. We have this opportunity because we are welcome into your very presence, Father. So thank Whatever you. Whatever you pray for, I will do it.